Welcome to the fourth episode of Same But Different, brought to you by Stepping Stones NI, where we see everyone's potential, with me, Simon. And me, Megan, and together we will be taking you with us on a 10-week journey of facts, stories and reality surrounding our world this past year in relation to employment, our own barriers and mental health. Megan and I are employment officers who work for Stepping Stones NI and we're based in the Dury Down area. And we work with people to try and get them into employment as well as trying to break down barriers and stereotypes. Those barriers include, but not limited to, ASD, disabilities, learning difficulties and mental health, including depression and anxiety being the most common. We work with our clients on a one-to-one basis and offer a safe space, confidentiality and a person-centred approach. We hope you can stick around with us and join us on our same but different journey. So following on from last week's episode where we spoke to Ray and we covered um, the topic of mental health, we thought that we would showcase what training and options we have in support and stepping stones for anyone who's suffering any mental health issues. So hi Jane and welcome to our podcast. Um, just first of all, just inter- introduce yourself and, and your role in Stepping Stones. Yes, hi Megan and Simon, thank you for having me. So yeah, my name is Jane Gilmore and I'm the training coordinator here at Stepping Stones NI. Um, my role is basically to um, devise and to create new and innovative training for all our clients to kind of support the employment um, team uh, when they identify the training needs of our clients and then it's up to myself and my team of Louise and Sue and Jackie then to deliver on accredited and soft skills so we do NVQ and hospitality level one and two front back of house so that's mainly Sue and Jackie they do a great job in arts in Lisbon and then Louise and myself would sort of look after the rest Anything from health and safety first aid to mental health, which one is one of our new courses, to um, soft skills such as building communication skills, um, managing money, singing for well-being, you name it, we'll create it. (laughs) So, yeah. There's a good, there's quite a lot of options anyway. There really is. um, So, which is great to have. Jane, Megan and I talked about in previous podcasts, we've mentioned a couple of times about how things have changed during the pandemic. I mean, it's affected our roles as employment officers. I'm sure it's affected your role as well. Um, Would you be able just to tell us a little bit about, you know, how it's changed um, with the pandemic, how your role has changed, um, how maybe the, the needs of clients have changed and really just in general, what is different now for you? Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, I've been in teaching now for about 15 years and it's always been in a room you know it's always walking into that room and sort of feeling the presence and seeing the faces and and um, having that interact interaction face to face and obviously then when the pandemic came along that was just kind of you know stripped away from us and to be honest everybody out there listening I was a real non-believer didn't think that um, online would work I I really kind of thought it it's not going to happen what training's going to kind of um, lose its momentum and, and I thankfully I was proved wrong because it just was complete opposite. You know, we started to look into the different online platforms, which we now know we're well educated. There is many different you know, teams and Zooms and online platforms there. And not only did we have to, you know, sort of uh, very quickly find our feet with it, but our clients actually were amazing. 
And I, I would love to any any of our sort of uh, clients out there that might be listening to thank them because they were very patient with us. Um, they adapted very quickly and there was a lot of good feedback. So between us all, you know, I wouldn't say it was just a one-sided. I think it, it's everybody working together and kind of deciding and figuring out what works best. So we did really well. And you know what? It's here to stay. We're not going to, you know, it'll go back to your room 100%. Can't wait to see the faces and get the real vibe of a room. Um, but no, we're definitely keeping it, uh, keeping online because we can hit so many people at once. We can be training with, you know, Megan's clients up at there in Uri and Simon, and then we could be working with ones and ours and Lisburn. So, and it's really good then for the clients as well to meet other people. So in that sense, it's been absolutely fantastic. Um, but there's still that way sort of that we missing, missing the classroom environment, but here to stay guys yeah absolutely yeah that's what me and Simon were talking about as well we find it um there was definitely a lot of positives to doing it online like for us we travel quite a lot so our travel time was taken up you know a lot of meetings that we could have been potentially doing so we're doing double the amount of meetings in a day than we could have been doing before pre-covid because we'd had to travel that much absolutely so, yeah yeah same with training yeah, we can definitely fit in a lot more, you know, which is great. Um, even our accredited, you know, we've been able to, to keep going with that, which has been super. Some of the practical skills, obviously, we, we still can't sort of adapt to online. There's the, the odd sort of um, specialised course, but that's that's okay. Yeah. What, um, just on the topic of clients, sorry, you mentioned them briefly about how they adapted to the role and that, who actually can apply for training? Um, you know, do you have to be signed up to an employment program or are other programs like Transition or Youth to join? Is it any organization that can join or is it solely do you have to have barriers? And are these courses all free? Can you just, you know, give us a wee bit of in-depth about that? There's a lot of questions there, Megan. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Like, you need to sign up to the program, you know. Um, so we are program-based and you need to meet the criteria uh, of having an either a uh, um, learning disability or a disability or a barrier, um, and other other people would maybe sort of identify it with a barrier. So yeah, so it's sort of meeting our criteria and um, getting those service application forms in. Um, you get to meet up obviously with the employment officers who will then start to take you on that journey, trying to whether it's um, you know get you into employment and placements, and then we will support with any training needs that you may need. So that would be, you know, come from that side. Um, transitions and youth, we would cross over. I know youth do a lot of their own training, um, but sometimes when there's a, a certain course or a specialised course that they may not have the, the the right person to train, then they would maybe come in and ask, could we do or could somebody from youth um, or transitions, in fact, come in to any of our training sessions? So that's another way, absolutely. Um we also do work with a lot of community groups. So we have worked a lot with Atlas Community Group recently. We work with the ARC in um, Newcastle, Via Wings. So that's another way in which you can access ARC free training. Absolutely, it is free, which is fantastic. That's our favourite word. <laughs> so um, it's really good. So you're coming out with, you know, accredited qualifications up to a level three when we're looking at our first aid that would be the highest qualification really that we're doing at present that's not to say that we that won't change 
But to get a level three qualification for free is amazing. I don't think there's too many places out there to do it. So really, really good. Well, it's great options, as you say, Jane, because a lot of these courses would either cost quite a lot or just not be accessible to everybody. So it is great to have those options. Absolutely, yeah. Um, our last episode, again, we focused on mental health. And um, again, just in that theme, I suppose Megan and I have noticed and probably the rest of the employment officers that you know, there's more and more people and clients uh, maybe looking for mental health training and support. And I was just wondering if that's something that you've noticed, you know, from people requesting different training from you. Have you noticed that maybe that mental health support has been on the rise and requests for that? Um, and just what Stepping Stones NI has on offer, you know, in terms of support for that with the training program? Yeah, no, it, it definitely has been, Simon, yes, on the rise. And, you know, right from the start of the pandemic, the, one of the first courses that myself and Louise were looking at was like, you know, resilience, you know, um, stress, mental well-being. You know, we were that that was kind of the avenue that perhaps we wouldn't have really concentrated really on the past. It would have been just the odd class, whereas in every training timetable that we have done since, you know, obviously the start of the pandemic, we have really been emphasizing and making sure that we have classes all around building resilience and on what our mental health is like so we have we would have two kind of levels we would have the accredited this is a course that um about i think just at the end of last year um i'd come across a mental health well-being or sorry mental health first aid um level one and i went and got trained in that and we've been since you know offering it out and it is just it's it's just been so so popular we can't keep up with the demand to the fact that Thankfully, we're getting another trainer trained up to to make sure that we we're we're hitting every you know target and making sure that we can support everybody. Um, but yeah, so we've got our t- kind of just talking mental wellness and the, you know that more gentle course, just guiding and supporting to that to the to the accredited. But it would be more sort of uh, mental health first aider. So that's the kind of you know guys or the hat you'd be wearing if you got that course. But to be honest, from teaching. Um, a lot of people are coming away and even myself to be, you know, from I've started teaching it, we've got a really good insight into our own mental health. Um, even though the courses all are designed around supporting others and starting a supportive conversation and, you know, signposting, we're all kind of becoming a wee bit more awake to our own mental wellness, which is absolutely fantastic because that's what we need to do. We need to talk about it more, you know, the big thing is, you know, how are you today, Simon? Oh, I've got a cold or I've hurt my arm or my leg sore. You know, and we're very, very relaxed and easy about talking about our physical well-being, but we really don't talk enough about our mental well-being. So that is a that is a big, big thing for us at the minute. And we're really championing it and, you know, supporting both staff and our clients um, in any way we can. Brilliant. Thank you, Jean. Yep, and um, any uh, tips and strategies for someone listening today who would be suffering for poor mental health since you've covered it quite a lot um, over the COVID pandemic? Um, do you have any wee tips for them who's listening today? Absolutely. Like, number one, and, and I think the most important thing is to reassure that everybody has, you know, good and bad days, low, high and low mental health. We all sit in a mental health continuum and it's fluid and you could wake up in the morning, you can feel low. 
you know, and the next day you can wake up and feel good. So it's about getting that recognition and knowing when, you know, why, what are my bad days? Why are my bad days here? What is it like? It's when we start to experience those bad days more and more and they start to kind of filter in. I like to describe it a bit like the ivy in the garden. You look down one day and there's a wee bit of ivy on the fence and you kind of think, I must look at that, you know, get that cut down. Maybe two days, three days later, it's covering the whole garden, you know, and it's kind of got right. It's tangled around everything. And that's when mental health is so poor, it starts to tangle around everything and really creeps into our everyday. Then we really need to do something about it. Get to your GP, talk to your friend. You know, is there a colleague in work? Is there somebody who is a mental health first aider that you can start a conversation with? Be open and honest. You know, and it's okay to say you're not okay. It, it's totally fine. Um, we, we need to reduce the stigma around this, you know, talking mental health. And it's a subject that we should all be able to, to voice and, and speak about. For those, so that would be more for those people who are maybe experiencing that, you know, longer effect um, of mental health. Really get out there, speak to somebody, get GP help. For those wee down days, like, do you know what? Tweak your day. If you get up in the morning and you feel a wee bit under pressure and you just know you're not at yourself, you're sort of feeling a bit withdrawal, withdrawn from, you know, the outside world, really do try and get up and go for a walk. Um, you know, do something different. If it's your work, you know, maybe you're studying, can you just set wee goals? You know, tweak your day and see how that makes you feel and see if you can just kind of lift out those spirits. But I, I mean, I love a good old chat with somebody, <laughs> you know, or getting out for a run that usually seems to fix the world. But th that's what I like to do. What is it you like to do? You know, have a wee think, um, you know, and do it. Brilliant advice again, just, yeah, and that again, like similar, like similar to Eugene, it's just nice sometimes even to get out for a walk, go somewhere different and switch off from everybody or, if you have somebody talk to a family member or a friend, you know, it's different yeah. for everybody really, isn't it? Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. Just find, find out what it is that makes you happy. I think that's, you know, that's yeah, yeah. best thing you can do. Um, for obviously we're coming into the summer months now as well. Um, we've talked a wee bit about training. Would you be able to give us like a wee preview or a wee sneak peek of maybe some of the things coming up in summertime for um, people in the training timetable? Even if it hasn't been well, completely decided, yeah, is there a wee teaser or a wee taster of anything coming up? A wee teaser. Um, <laughs> do you know what? It hasn't really been decided. Myself and Louise haven't got down to, and, and, and Sue and Jackie haven't really got down to looking at the timetable. We're going to have lots more about mental health and talking mental wellness. Okay. Um, you know, we will have, you know, we'll have our world host, which is our great accredited for um, customer services or anybody who wants to get into the retail side of things. Um, we're going to have lots more on communication and, you know, supporting like building on CVs. But the most important thing is about any of you guys out there, if you have an idea, bring it to us. You know, we're, we're, we'll be happy enough to look into it, try and devise things. Um, some of the fun things and, and well, strange things we did. One of the ones we've done recently is was Alpha Bravo Charlie. <laughs> So, I mean, it's one of these funny things you just come across and it went down so well, honestly. Um, Louise said the guys learning the phonetic uh, alphabet, you know, whereas I would probably say, you know, like marmalade for M, 
you know, <laughs> people learning the, the proper, um, proper Mal- phonetic. Malteser. Malteser, <laughs> yeah. So it was really good fun. Our Navigators was another great one. And it was about grid referencing. So, you know, you're learning a wee bit about maths as well and geography and, you know, timing's a bus. And, you know, so in all our wee courses and classes, we try to make sure that we're hitting, you know, like life skills as well. Yes. So anything, managing money, you know, anything that you would like to see. Um, but we, we're always trying to look for new and exciting and fun things. But things that you want so I mean anybody out there listening please do send in like your thoughts or requests you know like a training DJ (laughs) (laughs) that would be great um I know the academies were running pre before COVID um is there any um are they going to come up again this year or do we just have to wait and see our academies were in retail domestic services hospitality yeah Oh, Megan, they'll be back. They were, they proved so, so popular, so good. I mean, the outcomes were amazing. Um, with you know, we had Henderson was the was the most recent one, and it was such a positive outcome. I think it was five jobs, and Carla will <laughs> correct her. I think it was, which is absolutely amazing. So, um, yeah, if anybody doesn't know about them, they're week long academies. You know, short and sweet. Um, we're usually linked in with a local business and with a ring-fenced interview at the end. And um, you come away with four, uh, you know, accredited courses. It's tough, but it's good fun. Um, it's really, really good fun. But it's those, you know, you're getting lots of good knowledge, experience. Even we would get um, people in from the business, you know, to, to talk about what day in life and in, in, uh, in a spa would be like. So it's, it's really, really, they're really useful. Um, absolutely, they're coming back. We just have to make sure that we can do it safely. And, you know, once once we can tick those boxes, like, you know, yep, academies will be back and we'll be advertising them. Brilliant. Because the academies, I know that's, a bit, in case anyone didn't know, that was a great explanation, Jane, so thank you. Um, well, look, that's really all I think we're going to cover today. So again, I'd just love to thank you for coming on, Jane, and giving us your time. It was really useful. I found it very helpful, and I'm sure anybody listening and any potential new clients as well might be enticed now after that great um, explanation of what you do and what we have on offer and um, the we sneak preview of the timetable. But thank you for that oh. as well. <laughs> so thank you very much. You're very welcome. It was lovely. Thanks for having me. Hopefully we'll see some new faces about the place. <laughs> Let's hope so. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Jane. Thank you. So that was Jane Gilmore there talking about our great training options that we have at Seven Tones NI. So again, just thanks for Jane taking the time there. And hopefully that will entice anyone who's listened to maybe come on, give us a think. Um, If any of that training sounds good, there are different options. And again, like we do, it can be tailored for you individually. So yeah, that's something to think about for people, Megan, isn't it? And we are getting a lot of success stories out of um, Stepping Stones training. Um, the most recent ones have been the Academy in Bambridge, where we put on um, the Retail Academy, which was we had the employer Henderson's at the end of it. And we managed to get some of our clients on that training session jobs in the Henderson shops so it is very successful so keep an eye out for those academies especially because they are very um they're a very good thing to go on and they're very informative and the skills and qualifications that you do gain from them in a week is fantastic
Okay, well, that pretty much wraps up our fourth episode of Seen But Different. So if you'd like to join us next time, where we'll be speaking to Roisin from the Equality Commission, and she'll be telling us all about that, what the Equality Commission does in relation to people with disabilities and employers, and what support you might be able to get from them. Okay, thanks for joining us, folks. And next time, we'll be talking to Roisin from the Equality Commission, and she'll be telling us about um, what the Equality Commission can do in terms of anyone with disabilities or barriers to employment, and what rights people have, and what adjustments can be made in the workplace. So thank you for joining us on our same but different journey. Um, We hope to see you next week, and we'll see you next time. time.